Welcome to Life Focus with Tony Richards on Anchor.fm. Tony brings you a wide variety of leadership and life challenges that provide a framework for thought and action. Tony is an author, motivational speaker, teacher, and business coach that drives us to see beyond what we know. Life Focus broadcasts are on Anchor.fm, Spotify, Breaker, Apple, Google Play, and other social media platforms. Let's join Tony for this edition of Life Focus. Hello, everyone. How are you? So glad you're able to join. And here we are, Season 2, Episode 1. How about that? Huh? A little drum roll. Yeah, okay. Um, welcome to Life Focus. Well, we're going to do a little eclectic uh, show today on uh, on Life Focus because I'm going to be talking about you as an individual, you as a business person, you as a parent, you as a friend, you as whatever it might be. I'm going to be talking to you today about people. That's right. Talk about people in general, talk about cultures, talk about diversity, talk about a whole bunch of things, and then wrap it up talking about you. So hope you enjoy today's uh, Life Focus because um, this one this one's going to be designed just for you. Okay. All right. Let's get started. Let's talk about this. You know, in this fast-paced millisecond world we all share together and we all kind of coexist in, I find it fascinating that some people think they are better than others. Have you ever run into somebody who thinks they're better than you are? <laughs> of course, and probably several people came to mind. And those who uh, you're thinking of, you probably have a smile on your face as you're thinking about it right now. Well, everything you see, touch, and use was first thought of by someone just like you and me. They, were, didn't, they weren't different. Okay, maybe their IQ was a little different. Maybe they had a more of an interest in science or technology or math or something. But when it comes down to it, just like you and me, no one is better than another. And yet we take so little time to really get to know each other, don't we? Or even understand our brothers and sisters' rich cultural history. We all share a history. We all share a commonality in the fact that we are one. Now, you may come from America, you may come from Africa, you may come from Jamaica, you may come from somewhere else, but realistically, when it comes down to it, we're all really one. People have lived in the world for millions of years. Today, there's approximately 7 billion people living on Earth. The world's population grows by 100 million each year. Some 950 million people in the world are malnourished. Isn't that something? What are we doing about it? What are you doing about it? Well, I've got so much on my mind right now. That's somewhere else in the world. Let that country worry about it. Isn't that sad that that's how we think about things? There are 106 boys born for every 100 girls. The average male adult is 5'9 and weighs 155 pounds. The average female is 5'3 and weighs 125 pounds. In Rome, adults drink coffee standing up at a coffee bar. You don't sit down. Throughout Europe, People eat with a fork in their left hand and the knife in their right hand. In India, women wear rings in their noses to show they are married. In New Zealand, chewing gum is in public is considered impolite. In Russia, powerful handshakes among men are often carried to extremes. And in Brazil, kids do not have sleepovers. 
Most parts of Asia, it's taboo to touch people's heads, especially those of children. In Taiwan, belching after a meal is considered a compliment to the cook. In Australia, pancakes are served at dinner rather than at breakfast. But you see, we're all the same. We all may do things a little bit differently, but we're still all the same. In Thailand, people do not step on doorsteps or door sills. It's believed that a spirit lives in the threshold of every home. In many North African countries, children ride to school on donkeys. In Ethiopia, both males and females of the Surma tribes shave their heads as a mark of beauty. Well, for those of you who know me, I guess I am a very beautiful person. The, woman, the women wear lip plates. Their lower lips are pierced and stretched as ever larger plates are inserted over time. The larger the plate, the more appealing the woman. I'll just leave it at that. In Japanese homes, a hot bath is prepared for the whole family at once. Members take turns soaping, scrubbing, and rinsing off outside the tub before soaking in it. In France, children celebrate their name day, a saint's feast day, rather than their birthday. In Bangladesh, people use their right hand when they eat or hand things to other people. They consider their left hand to be unclean. In the Himalaya Mountains of Asia, the Apatanis tribal people wear black wooden nose plugs and tattoos on their chins. In Taiwan, eating or drinking in the streets is considered crude. And in India, people do not wear shoes in the kitchen because some food is prepared on the floor. In Pakistan, the bridegroom wears garlands of money given to him by his relatives on his wedding day. And on many Greek islands, women bake their food in a communal village oven. Fascinating. People are fascinating is what all this is about. You are fascinating. The person said, you know, what do you really know even about their neighbors? Do we even take time nowadays to get to know your neighbor? I remember when I was a kid growing up in Chicago, even growing up in a big major metropolitan city, I knew most of my neighbors on the street and they knew me. It was amazing. Do you really know the person who work, who lives and works next door to you right now today? Take time to learn the fascinating and beautiful world of those people around you. What are the traditions of people, family, coworkers, church members? Love to sit and talk to people about what their traditions are. We learn so very much. We're all just people. We, we need to embrace the love, the warmth, the respect, the traditions that make all of us one global community in one global race. And as a leader, you must do that. You must understand the cultural background of the people you work with, of the people that are in your community, the people in your church, the people that are in on the committee that's sitting with you. What do you really know about them? Well, kind of ties in with it with getting to know people is getting to know the focus. But now I'm gonna shift it a little bit and talk about what's your focus. See, the condition of your character is determined by a surprising extent, by the direction of your thoughts. Now, those of you who know me know that when I talk about leadership, I cannot talk about leadership without talking about attitude, culture and diversity and growth. And so much of what we do and what we, how we act as our character started within our minds. You see, if you focus your thoughts and energies on positive matters, if you're focused on things 
that bring honor to your family, to yourself, to your community, to your job, to your people, you'll reap rich rewards. But if you focus too intently on the distractions and temptations of our 21st century world, you're inviting trouble. Paul Valery observed, we hope vaguely, but dread precisely. Oh, think about that for a minute. That is so true. We hope vaguely, but dread precisely. See, all too often we allow the worries of everyday life to overwhelm our thoughts and cloud our vision. A clearer perspective, a renewed faith, and a different focus is what's really needed. It's what we need to understand. And So let me ask you, talking about people, we talked about variety of cultures, we've talked about traditions, we talked about the way things do things. What's your focus? What is your focus today? What's your focus going forward? Are you willing to focus your thoughts and energies on God's blessings and upon his will for your life? Or will you turn your thoughts to other things? Turn your thoughts to other things. You see, when we when we stay focused on our purpose and not our problem, we can be happy even when life seems to be falling apart. Again, the question I have for you, not only yourself, but the people you work with, the people that are with you, what's your focus? You're listening to Life Focus with Tony Richards on Anchor.fm. Remember that you can book Tony for your next conference, webinar, retreat, or meeting. Simply contact us at arrichards99 at gmail.com and put booking in the subject line. We will be in touch. Let's get back to the podcast. We're talking about several things today. We're we're, we're talking about people in general and and, and how we work with people, how, how we embrace each other or not. And now we're talking about the focus we have to have. Focus we have to have in understanding who we are understanding who others are. Abigail Brenner, MD, gives us six ways to focus on what's important in life. And this is important as a leader for you to know this and to really think about this. And think about what are the six things that are really important. Number one, determine what things you value the most about your life. Sit and think a minute. What is it? What are those things that I value that no matter what, I value these the most? Number two, decide what commitments are most important to you. What are you really committed to when it really comes down to it that you just won't compromise, you won't shake, you won't move in another direction? This is what I'm committed to. Number three, assess the way you use your time. How are you using your time? Are you using it wisely or are you, are you squandering it and letting time control you? Number four, get rid of clutter in every area of your life. Man, I tell you what, we can get rid of clutter. We can really, uh, we, we can really clear the way for better things to come for us, for others. And number five, spend more time with the people that matter to you. Get to know the people, get to understand the people, get to really know and embrace 
who they are, what they are, their culture, their heritage. Leaders need to do that. Leaders need to know and to understand the people that they are surrounding themselves with every day, whether they want to or not. And number six, make time to be alone. It's hard to do that nowadays. You can say, well, I can sit in a room all by myself, but I'll bet part of that time at least you got your iPhone out, you got your iPad, you might be listening to someone or something. Take time to really be alone and think through who you are and what you are and what you're doing and the people that you surround yourself with. And finally, develop a worldview to take in and understand how others around you impact your world. And in today's world, it's not only a worldview of the people I work with or the people down the street or my family or my community, but it's everyone around the world and how people impact each other. Look straight ahead. Fix your eyes on what lies before you. Mark out a straight path for your feet. Then stick to the path and stay safe. Don't get sidetracked. Keep your feet from following evil. It's Proverbs 4, 25 through 27. And the third part of this program today, talking about people, talking about you and your focus, I want to ask you a question now and talk for just a couple more minutes. What were you born to do? That's right. What were you born to do? Whether you're, you're standing, sitting, lying down, or something else, I want to ask you a very specific question. What were you born to do? Some people have a very hard time answering that question. You see, your what is the one amazing thing you were born to do and is comprised of your inherent gifts. The vehicle that you will use to share your gifts with the world and the people you're most compelled to serve. What's your what? What is it? Some people say, what's your why? Could be the same thing. But what is it that you were born to do? Of course, you know what the next question is. Why aren't you doing it? So I want to ask you three simple questions taken from Next Avenue article of 2013. Step one, answer the question, what do you love? What do you love? Think about all the things you love and all the things you love doing and write them down. Write them down. You'll be the most mundane. I enjoy just watching the clouds dance across the sky. That's great. It's wonderful. After you write them down, look back. What did you enjoy doing as a teenager? Even if you haven't done something for years, what was it that you enjoy doing? If it would still bring you pleasure, write it down. Write it down. Step two, answer the question, what do you loathe? What do you loathe? What, whatever it is that pushes your buttons in a bad way, write that down too. Even if you worry that others might see these things as petty, doesn't matter. Include them. You don't worry about other people at this point. We're, we're concentrating and focusing on you. The key is to acknowledge your thoughts and your feelings. And then step three, discover the seeds of your soul. Now, get your lists and ask yourself each of the six questions that I'm going to give you 
and ask yourself how it relates to the activity. Each answer should be a definitive yes or no. You ready? Number one, even if you didn't get paid a cent for it, would you still do this? Would you still do it if it wasn't, there's no dollar amount attached to it? Number two, would doing this inspire you every day? Would it challenge you? Would it excite you? Would it move you to get up and get going? Number three, does doing this come as naturally as breathing? Some people say, you know, when I do this, to me, it's, it's, it's so natural that I don't even think about it. Number four, do you feel you've been given a special gift to do this? It's in the yes column, mark yes. Number five, does time seem to fly by when you're engaged in this activity? What is it for you that does this? For me, it's speaking and writing. Number six, can you possibly make money doing this? If so, find ways to do it. Talk to people who are, do, who are doing it. Learn their secret. People often have difficulty answering yes or no to questions four and six. And question four is, do you feel you've been given a special gift to do this? And number six, can you possibly make money off of it? Truth is that God has placed a, a seed of greatness inside each one of us, each one of us. And it's up to us to understand what our gifting is and then decide if we will pursue it or not. You see, my friend, it really is up to you. And everything you do, starting with people, starting with your focus, starting with what you were born to do, it's really up to you how you want to embrace people how you want to embrace your focus, how you either want to acknowledge and move forward on your focus or deny it and hold it back. Now, I'm not saying it's going to be easy because it's not, but it is all yours and no one else has the gift in the exact same manner as you do. Look at athletes. They play together as a team, but each one brings a special blend, a special talent. That strengthens the rest of the team. My last question is simple. What will you do with your gift? How will you as a leader help others with their gifts? How will you yourself and help others to focus on what they do? Identify your wants because identifying your wants puts a fire in your belly every time you think of it or actually do it. So now it's up to you. It's time to get moving, my friend. It really is time to get moving. The life focus I'll leave you with is pursue living as who you were born to be and how you were born to help others. And you'll achieve your true destiny. And you will go forward. Thank you for listening to Life Focus with Tony Richards. We hope you enjoyed today's broadcast. Put to use in your daily life. Life Focus broadcasts are heard on Anchor FM, Spotify, Breaker, Apple, Google Play, and other social media platforms. 
Remember that you can book Tony for your next conference, webinar, retreat, or meeting. Simply contact us at arrichards99 at gmail.com and put booking in the subject line and we will be in touch. On behalf of Tony and the team, have a blessed day. And in all you do, go forward.